It's time to talk toughest districts. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here. Sideline to Sideline brought to you by SI Design and Printing right here on S2S Sports, part of the L4 Media. And last week it was toughest regions. This week it's toughest district. Then we're going to take a week off. And then, of course, we're going to hit our big R's preview shows. August 5th is when we record them. Uh, now, we, we will spread those out, though, from August 5th through August 19th, uh, the, or technically it's August 22nd, the week of the season uh, that it starts. Uh, but that's just all program notes. Of course, you'll be able to see all that information multiple times as we put them on Facebook, Twitter, and all that fun stuff. How you doing, buddy? Doing great, man. Great, Looking forward Grant Goodwin to joining uh, us. Huh? I said Grant Goodwin joining us. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you very much. You said you wanted those kind of intros. So I'm just trying to do better. Oh, all right. A little more fanfare would oh, be great. Uh, but that's cool. That's cool. Like I mean, we got like night, 14 but... more weeks. What did um, you just say? Also, by the way, we will have Coach X joining us. And for those that wonder if he's real or not, this is legitimate. And yes, it's that long. And yes, this is normal. And oh, by the way, there's also a back. Uh, so Coach X joins us in full force for the second week. Uh, we, all jokes aside, we're glad to have him back. Um, and I do like his list, even though it's supposed to be toughest district. And for some reason, he's never understood what these means. Last week, it was the best uh the songs you don't admit to anybody you play or something right. like that uh this one is backstreet the boys backstreet boys taylor swift Actually, they weren't in there but yeah it was was it yeah that's the one that wasn't it them that sang the bye 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 or was that in sync i really don't know i think that was NSYNC. i mean i like i actually bye, admit bye. i like the song but bye, i just don't remember bye, who sang bye. it um but this week uh go ahead and spoil it it's the top 10 hardest movies not to watch while they're on tv good oh, list that's a fun one Oh, that's a fun one. And, and I was actually, because last week's show ran like an hour and 50 minutes, I was like, hey, you know what? We're just going to cut that down to five. But Grant, Grant used his constitutionally right. Uh, you know, when me and you put this show together, we have 50-50 voting. Right. It's why we can never agree on anything because it's always one-to-one. -one. And we don't have a timer. Because we don't trust Coach X enough for that. No. Uh, but you did say you, you took your – you had three a year. We each have three a year. We whoa, say whoa, no. Whoa, whoa, I didn't know I only had three a year. Yeah, and you've already used two because you want this song to play here well, cut coming it short, up. Cut it short. Cut it short. I want to save them. <laughs> but now, seriously. I'm going to save my – call my relatives. But you were right. <laughs> you know, let's have fun these shows we don't really care about the length of the off-season shows we've always said now our in-season shows we try to be around an hour because we a we're just we're doing ketr that and all that and if, i mean like tonight it's really late uh when you get to three shows we're talking two shows we're talking about 10 30 or 11 three shows is midnight uh but the off-season shows we're just gonna have fun so what we're gonna do today we're gonna talk toughest district uh we're also gonna have coach x uh anything else you want to talk about before we go to break no I, I think I'm excited about talking about the toughest districts because there's some just hellacious districts out there. This well, year. yeah, and also we're getting to that point at that time of year where each one of these shows means we're one close, one week closer. Yeah, um, and also these the, the whole reason we started these shows seven years ago. Uh, eight years ago was it helps us to get ready for the big R's preview shows. Mm -hmm. uh, we literally used to basically just start with the big R's preview shows and, and that's great, but I do better if I'm researching every week, the same stuff and it, it helps, you know, save my mind. I want to give you credit though for last week. So we, thank you. Thank it, you. Well, not uh, for that. You, oh. you still suck, but you sucked more efficiently nice. than you normally do. Really? Yeah, because well, thank you. normally, thank you very much. normally, as the show goes along, you uh -huh. want to start talking more about every team, even though it's not the Big R's preview show. But you mm -hmm. did a really good job of staying concise for the most part. And I plan on doing that tonight. But it is uh, tougher because when we go to the toughest district, we got to talk about more teams. 
Yes. But it's all, as we always say, it's more generalized. But now you've kind of dangled that carrot in oh, front no, of me. I'm, so I'm, ne- I'm, next week, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to those praises oh. for what I did tonight. Oh, so I actually so. did something psychological. They're not even trying. Um, oh, you did get in my head again. Anyway, God. we're going to take a break. And when we come back, now this week we're going to start 4A, 3A, always in the middle. Uh, we're going to go 4A, 3A, and 2A in our toughest district. And we'll do all that when we come back right here on the SI Design and Printing. Sideline to sideline, toughest district for 2023 in 4A and 2A on L4 Media. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. Like and subscribe. Terry Bennett. A little higher than Terry Bennett. Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, right here on S2S Sports, also part of L4 Media Company. I want to remind everybody you can find us on Facebook. Just type in sideline to sideline. Follow us on Twitter at Grant and Terry. You can email us any questions, thoughts, or comments uh, to Grant and Terry at S2S Sport.com. All right, 4A, toughest district. Uh, of course, uh, just a real in case you didn't hear last week's show uh, in 4A Division One, the toughest regions were Region Two, Number One, Region Two, uh, Region Three, Number Two, uh, Region Four, Number Three, and Region f- uh, One, Number Four. In saying that, our fourth, and we're only doing four this year. We used to do five toughest, and I know it sounds weird to cut one, but it we're talking 16 districts. So I mean, four at least. There's a little bit, you know. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, the, the first one is actually in Region 1, and that's District 4, uh, Burke Burnett, Decatur, Mineral Wells, Springtown, and Old High, Wichita Falls. Why do we have them as number four? Uh, mainly because of Decatur, yeah. uh, Nate Palmer, and company. Uh, I mean, you know, they're they're probably the region favorite, I would assume, right? Wouldn't you think? Yeah, oh, yeah, very much so. Um, I know Brownwood and then uh, might have – some say in it, but then yeah. uh, district mate Wichita Falls, Coyotes, old high, ought to be pretty good. Well, and I year. think, and we talked about this last week. I think there's going to do they be- stake does uh, old high take a step back this year? Are they going to be able to push Decatur? Well, I, in I, this district, I think there's something else at play with them too. This is the last year for old high. Yeah, um, they're doing the. You know, I, I guess from what I understand, they decided that it was going to be too hard to try to decide between old high or Ryder when they consolidated back to one. I get it. I see why they did that because there's a lot of emotion in that Ryder mm-hmm. and old high will be cease to exist. I think that matters, man. And first off, let's see what they're going to be doing going forward because that has a chance to be a really good program. But I, I think oh, old that's high be a game changer yes, in Wichita Falls, it, to be well, honest. And, with and you. just out in that region, I'm assuming they're gonna probably be five A, um, maybe even six A, but I think it's gonna be right around five A, five A division one. Uh, but it, for this past year, I think there's gonna be moments where coaches are going to dig deep on that. It's Decatur, it's a one possession game. Hey, this is your last chance to win a district championship for old high. This is your last chance to make the playoffs, be that last. And I think that matters, dude. I, I think that could carry for a a long way in this season. Let's not forget in District Four that we have uh, Springtown. Uh, yeah, a team the last Gila year that just at the, quarterback. Yeah. I mean, the kids. What a senior now has been starting since his freshman sophomore year. They took year. a big step back last year, but they yeah, should. They lost that a was lot that was just a weird him. year too. I think. Yeah. Uh, so I think Decatur 
uh, Wichita Falls and Springtown are what make this one of the top four toughest uh, districts in 4A Division One. Yeah, I agree. All right, so that's number four. Our number three toughest district, we're going to go all the way over to Region 3. Down in the Rice Fields, District 12, where you've got Iowa Colony, Bay City, El Campo, Brazosport, Navasota, Needville, and Stafford. Um, every one of these teams could make the playoffs legitimately. You know, and I, if I go back and look at it, you know, maybe District 12 could be higher than uh, uh, number three, right? out of the four toughest uh, districts because Navasota is clearly a dark horse for me, right? Yeah. Um, Bay City is one of my big dark horses that I think can actually compete for – the Region 3 championship. Uh, unfortunately, I really do think they're that good. You and I had them as dark horses, but unfortunately, Dave Campbell's let that out of the bag because they ranked them like ninth or 10th in the state. Fair, fairly. I'm not saying it's yeah, wrong. Fine. I, I think they could be higher. They could yeah. be lower. I don't know. But I think uh, nine or 10, uh, I, I think they're trending higher uh, based on what they come, you know, have coming back. Then Iowa Colony, like you had said last week, Iowa Colony has the house coming back from a yep. team that is running 5A numbers right now. And, and a team that lost a bunch of games, at, like they lost by five to Stafford. They lost right. by one possession to Berkshire Royal. They played uh, El Campo tough for a quarter and a half, which, I mean, that's not saying a lot, but it is when you're a new program. Yeah, and then El Campo with Travis Reeve taking over the helm. and I think Oliver Miles, an absolute beast at quarterback. Exactly. He got some D1 offers, I oh, think, yeah. accepted somewhere this Did he? Yeah, I think week. so. Um, I can't remember. Was it Baylor, maybe? I can't remember. I, I can't I, I know I've been I've been watching him. He, he's been going all over getting. I, the, I think El Campo just needs the defense. The, you know they got to take some step ups for uh, on the defensive side of the ball yeah. from last year. Uh, I think they certainly have the offense to do it, even without Ruben Owens. Right? No, I, I totally agree. And so, I think sometimes Ruben Owens uh, and we've talked about this last year. We talked about it the year before when he was a junior. Sometimes when you have that such a an iconic player that it's sometimes you feel you have to go to him when it matters, when maybe if you're a little bit more diversified and spread out. That's why how many times do you see a team with a player like that the next year, they actually have a better year because oh, they're yeah, forced yeah. to use more of their weapons. See Forney back in the early 2000s yeah. when Ryan Blanton was Ryan gone, yep. and then you had the Balin Laurie guy kid Boy, come up. These two. They were better with Laurie than they were Blanton, but Blanton was clearly the best player in the state. I, I will, but I sometimes will, when you don't have to yeah, focus on one to, dude. Yeah, they yeah, end up having better. a really good quarterback in Chance Corgan back then. Yeah. That, that's a team that, man, they were one quarter away from going. And give Gainesville credit. I mean, the Gainesville made the play. But anyway. A Gainesville team was just too fast. Yeah, exactly. Know. Even Forney, who we all thought at the time was the fastest and team. And they were. They um, were some of the fastest. All right, number two. We're going to stay in the same region as we're going to go up into east texas and that is district nine of course we all know about chapel hill and kilgore uh i'll put it this way this is how tough this district is lindell i don't think is a guaranteed third place team this year or second place or first i think they're gonna have to fight for that third or fourth place position when you've also got henderson jacksonville athens and palestine and all through all four of those teams all feel they're better this year than they were last year, and they all very well could be. Well, Chapel Hill should be, right? Uh, I mean, Chapel Hill's Chapel. Chapel I mean, Hill should have been better than they were last year. Um, I think they will be better like than they you, were. I, I meant to say this previous year. Yeah, I meant to say this in the toughest region show, but we were kind of not 
you know, zeroing in on schools. Mm-hmm. If Chapel Hill doesn't win state, mm-hmm. it will, will, will it feel like you have missed, like that's a team we'll talk about, like the 40 well, team yeah. we just talked about. Like, Absolutely. Will we talk about them 10 years from now, about like how did that team not win state? Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, uh, the year before last, they took LBJ to the, could, almost to the max, Could have, should right? have beat them possibly, With yeah. a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. So naturally, you're looking for Chapel Hill last year to return and just run the whole show. Yeah. And they didn't quite do that. I mean, they just, I don't know what happened mistakes. against Bernie. It's, it's mistakes at key moments. We saw it from, right. we saw it from right. week one against Gilmore. 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 <laughs> against Gilmore. The Gilmore this, girls. Barcy Blues? <laughs> <laughs> well played, That's sir. Gilroy. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it is Gilroy. That's a movie we need to watch. Uh, but yeah, it, it started with Gilmer last year. Like, yeah. like they they outplayed Gilmer except for the four or five. I think it was six turnovers. Well, Gilmer, uh, Gilmer. The guy did it, it now. Gilmer just started imposing their will in that second with half. Some depth. Yeah. I think it was. I mean, and I, it was you know, first game of the year. Yeah, but. Gilmore knows how to play defense. I think Chapel Hill defensively still trying to figure it out. And I think that's you know? where if they're going to make that, if they're going to beat Bernie, it's not by outscoring Bernie. It's by making a couple key stops. Yeah, Bernie's going to be tough to yeah. outscore this year. All right, but yes, the reason District 9 is uh, the second toughest district in 4A Division One is because Chapel Hill, uh, because of Kilgore, Lindell, and then Henderson. I think Henderson yep. can push Lindell for one of the, you know, the top three spots. And I'm telling you, people at Jacksonville, new new, new head coach Clay Henderson, Baker, yeah. former Henderson player. That's right. Uh, that's kind of where they say you can never go home, though. So how's that yeah, going to? Well, how's no. that going to play out? Uh, how many times for every time it's worked out in Gilmer? For a couple times, I was, right? I was, you took that. I was about to say for every time there's a Jeff Trailer going back to Gilmer mm-hmm. and winning. There's a, a Clint Harper going to Marshall, and then within two years he he won, but for whatever reason he just didn't want to stay anymore. It, it, it's and he admitted that the, he never realized the pressure when you win when you're at home. Yeah, I mean you, everybody knows you, especially in these small towns. But in saying that, I, I think I think Henderson, I think Jack, Jacksonville people really feel good about their team. They were doing a lot of things right at times last year. Again, it's really hard to just go from not winning to winning. It's not just about dropping down in class and having a better team it's about knowing how to do all the little things and when you lose a lot that's the first thing that tends to get you know you lose by the wayside so i just think that district nine is going to be real tough this year all right and so that leads us to our number one the district in class 4a division one and this one's easy i think everybody knew this one district of dune that's been a big thing said in east texas this has been the real district of dune the last two years or last year and this year and that's district five with china springs stephenville la vega and alvarado and you you know i almost feel bad for charter life because I i mean they're just I know. Alvarado was their one thing last year. Like, hey, at least you were almost as good. No, Alvarado's actually good again. Didn't Alvarado start the year last year beating La Vega, right? Yes. Wasn't it La Vega? No, no, no they ended the year beating uh, uh, La Vega. Yeah. Who did Alvarado beat um, let me look, let me start look, the year uh, that I was like, wow, Alvarado, man. Look at it. It's been Springtown. It was Springtown. Springtown. Okay. We didn't know that Springtown was going to struggle as, as much as they did. down as they were. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Alvarado. I'm sorry. Last- Stephenville they beat, not La Vega. Stephenville they beat in district. Right. Yes. Yes. But, uh, you know, Al- I think Alvarado is going to come back even tougher than they were, at least as good. And then China Spring and Stephenville. I mean, China Spring, dude. <laughs> 
I, okay, I don't you, know. I mean, all of a sudden we're seeing the making of a dynasty. Well, how, I was going to say this. How many times in, in the years that we've watched sports do you see that team that pulls the big upset off in, in, in one year? You're talking about over Carthage. Carthage two yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. And then that, for whatever reason, that establishes them. And then now they're the big bad. Do you look at that going back now? Honestly, right now, going back and uh, looking at that China Spring beating Carthage, knowing what you know now, knowing what you saw last year, yeah, how big of an upset? Still pretty big, was it? Well, but now I, I will go because on, Carthage I will, did struggle a little bit offensively. Well, and did I not say? I know I took a lot of flack, and then when I, I say think this, I said it, not you. No, I really did. Like I even No, I really did. Anyway, I even played the clip. I said like in week four that if Carthage's offense didn't find itself, they were gonna get into a game in the playoffs where they just couldn't quite make the stops. And that happened. Now, if that same team was back, I would say maybe not as big of an upset, but I still think there was Major Bowden had some magic that year. And not that Cash oh, yeah, McCollum yeah. didn't last year because he, he made some I big – Ask Gilmer if he Yeah, magic. I mean, to me, last year's team – last year's team – Was way more diverse. Was, yes, was way more dark and I think deeper. Uh, because and more and that's, athleticism. But, yeah, because all, all those, the way around. Yes, because all those guys were sophomores the year they won state. Yeah. Uh, now – they do have a lot to replace. Now, that's the one thing we got to remember. They've got to replace a quarterback. And I know, well, they did that. But, yeah, but I haven't heard of a move in yet for that Cash McCollum is, 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 you know, somebody like that. So they do have to figure some things out. But the depth that they have, I mean, I, you know, I, I'll go ahead and tell you, it's going to take a lot for me to not see Ch- uh, Bernie and, and China Spring Part 2, which if that is, that's not a bad game because that was a great state championship game. Last I know, year. but there's Stephenville's Decatur's and Chapel Hill's out there that could throw a monkey wrench in that. Oh, I agree. And again, we always have the injuries that we do not know. That's the thing you can't predict when we're doing these shows um, and stuff. But yeah, it's just, just I'm saying, looking early as we're doing now, getting ready for our big R's preview shows, I, I just I just keep seeing those two teams come back. And I just, and it's also, I just, I don't know, the defenses on, on, the, on the rest of the teams in that division, they've got to prove to me they can stop Bernie or China Spring. All right, let's go to Class 4A. Uh, wait, go ahead and read those again. I got the wrong thing. Read those again, the, the toughest district. Oh, toughest yeah, district. my 4A. We've All been... right, uh, so the uh, in 4A Division One, the oh, fourth okay, toughest okay. district was that. District 4 with yes. Decatur, Wichita Falls, Thank you. Uh, Springtown, those guys. Uh, number three was District 12 with Bay City, El Campo, Iowa Colony. Uh, number two was District 9 with Kilgore, Chapel Hill, and Lindale. And the number one toughest district in 4A Division One, District 5 with China Spring, Stephenville, La Vega, and Alvarado. All right. Thank you very much for uh, filling in for me right there. I have Look my list. Yeah, I found that. I found that when we went down to Kerrville uh, in June. That's so good. If I popped it right Don't now. open it. I don't want you to open it. Oh. Why do you have it so close It's to a me? set. Oh. That's the things I need to remember about video. There's actual sets. Yeah, there's now physical proof of things you do. All the lights and stuff. That's a little warm. Yeah, it's 100. We actually turned the AC off for this one. Last week, we, we tried it with the AC. This week, we're trying it without it. All right, let's go to Class 4A Division 2. We're going to start with our fourth toughest district. And our fourth toughest district is... District 11. Down out of in Region, region 3. 3. Yep. Yes. Waco Conley, Kiefer Sibley, 
one of the best athletes in not just 4A, right? Yeah. 6A and down. Uh, then you got Madisonville, a Madisonville Mustang team that we saw last year play against Columbus at home. And let me tell you, those dudes could run the rock. Yep. They could. And when they committed to it, and everybody was That's on the same big page. Thing. That's their big thing, right. committing to it. And they, they, yeah, and saying that now, he's not there this year. They had a Texas Tech recruit, and I can't remember his name. And you could tell that it, we talked about Ruben Owens. You could tell at times they were like, "This is our D one guy. We need to find a way to have him do everything." Yeah, but in the second half, they did not, and they played better. Yes, and they, they almost got back into that game. Him. Right, it wasn't like. The Dallas Mavericks looking at uh, Luca to make a play. Good right? point. Yeah. Everybody started getting in the act, and they started making some hay a little bit in the fourth quarter. And I think this Madisonville team is going to be really darn good this year. I think Madisonville and Conley, and then look at Salado last year. I know when we saw him against Hitchcock, they were outmatched, they were outmanned. But they showed some promise. So uh, Salado's got some guys coming back. That's going to make this pretty tough district. All right. This uh, third toughest district in 4A Division II, oh, and I also, think, I'm is sorry, District 13. Kobe yeah. Black for Waco Connolly as well. Yeah. yeah. He's a, I'm telling you, Waco Connolly a couple of years ago went, I say a couple, like four years ago, went 12 and one. That's the kind of Connolly team I'm expecting this oh, year. Yeah. All right, sorry about that. Go ahead. All right. Uh, the third toughest district in 4A Division II is uh, District 13 over in Region 4 with Wimberley, who I think should be really good again. I think they, Probably do take a little bit of a step back from last year's state finalist I team. Agree. Uh, Navarro should, I think, maybe even be a little bit better. And Lago Vista might take a little bit of a step back. They lost two studs, but they have a lot coming back outside of them. I will admit that they're the third toughest, partly because when looking at the districts this year, outside of the first two everything is spread out like district 10 could have been the third toughest or the fourth toughest, uh, you know, district four. I mean, there's just not a lot. Well, you'll, you'll understand. I think you all know who division two you'll understand why here in a minute. Um, I think all three of these teams take a step back, but here's the thing. When we talk about toughest district, it's not always just about who's going to advance. We're talking about inside that district, how deep that, how deep that district is. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Um, how tough is Gerald going to be in this district? That that would uh, Gerald is the swing vote here, right? Yes, that uh, could if, if Gerald steps up and is actually as good as I think they are, or overachieves a little bit better. And that's what they did last year. Remember, they got into the yeah. playoffs. You know, basically beating uh, New Tech the last week or second to the last week of the season. I don't. No, if that's a feather in your Well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's my point. They beat okay. them, so they get in the playoffs. Right. Uh, but then they upset Divine. They upset Port Isabel. And then they got destroyed by Wimberley. But let's remember, every team that made the playoffs in this district, uh-huh. they all eliminated each other in the playoffs. So if, if Gerald steps up, this district could be, if we went and re-ranked them, at the end of the year, this yeah. district could be a lot tougher than what we have them ranked right now. As the- or the region is just that much weaker, too, because there is some of that, too, with all them beating each other. Sinton, I think, is better this year in 15 and Divine, but and then Bandera, you know, Divine but- takes a bigger step than what a lot of people, well, you know, they they until they got upset by uh Gerald, they were supposed to be the team that might knock out one of the district 13 teams, but anyway, so that is our third toughest district. Uh, let's go to our second toughest, and this might surprise some people. Our second toughest 
is District 7, mm-hmm. Gilmore and Pleasant Grove. And why are they not the number one? Because after them, I know that I know Liberty Isle is very excited about what they have. Pittsburgh is very excited, but we just don't know. I don't think Pittsburgh has the depth uh, to hang in there with the Gilmers and the uh, Pleasant Groves. Um, really, I think Pittsburgh needs to worry about Liberty Isle. Ellie right now is the uh, dark horse in this district. Yep. And I think if Ellie can, Ellie seems to be a consistency thing. They've got the dudes, right? That's a good Every way year. to put it. I Last mean, they year do. they go seven and four. And, and when you look at that, you know, they shut out Paris 28 to nothing. And, and that was when Paris, we all thought Paris was going to be something last year. Right. And then Sulphur Springs beat them. Now, again, Sulphur Springs is a better team than what people realize. Uh, then they get into the season and, you know, they beat North Lamar and they beat Pittsburgh and they get in the, they get in the playoffs and, and center is really good, but. They got beat 67 to 21. Right. Well, um, and that's the thing that consistency is, you're talking gonna, about. Center had the offense last year. Yeah, to they put started up on defense. Plus, at times. But uh, you, if you can't get more than, you know, four or five touchdowns uh, against that center defense, then yeah. you got some reassessing to do. But right? now in saying that, they have a lot coming back. I, I think, yeah. you know, they're very excited. Just them just having a quarterback, I mean, a, a coach stay for a few years, which mm-hmm. if you'd have told me in 2009 that Liberty Allo – Huh? L.A. or yeah, LA. Center? Oh, okay. If yeah. you'd have told me in 2009, Liberty Allo would have a stretch where they were losing a coach every two years and not because he was stepping up to a great job, but he was just leaving, mm-hmm. I would have said you're crazy. Yeah. Uh, but but this also is what happens when you're in an area with Pleasant Grove in Texas High. It's very hard for all three of them to be great at the same time because, let's be honest, they're pulling from the same groups all yeah. the time. Yeah, and you literally get that when one is good, the other usually struggles because – they're shifting schools. Classic I, Garland ISD or Wichita Falls ISD. Well, except for Garland, somebody always made sure that Garland had the great players. I'm not going <laughs> to name his name, Homer. Um, anyway. Hey, ho, ho. So, the so late, great Homer Johnson. Yeah, he, he, what he did for Garland all is great, but it is, you hear the stories. It's it's fun stories oh, yeah. now. It's like the old S, uh, Southwest Conference cheating. It's fun now when you talk about it. But yeah, that's why with Gilmer and Pleasant Grove, they're not the number one district because the number one district not only has Silsby, but has Jasper, has West Orange Stark, and people don't sleep on Hampshire Fannett. Now, I'm not going to say they're going to win the district, but if, I would want to play them in the first round or second round of the playoffs because, A, right. as long as they're not just completely injury-prone because of who they've played, they're going to play a hell of a district schedule, and they're going to be ready to go. That's why District 9, it's not as shiny as District 7 at the top, but I think it's deeper. I think it's way deeper. Oh, You start looking at, like, Silsby. Draylon Miller, right? Probably the best athlete in class uh, 4A. And then Jasper probably has one of the best linebackers in class 4A. And then you got the West Orange Stars. Yeah. Ha- Hampshire Fanets, right? Fanets. How do you say that? Fanet? I think it's, is it Fanets? Fanet. Step think, always listens and, and he lets me know. Uh, I think it's was Fanet. It Fanet Step? No, I think um, but, it's but, but you look at the Longhorns. We'll just call them the Longhorns. First off, I love it that they're the Longhorns, but they're blue and gold. And I love what they do. They take the H and the F, and they put the horns on the end of each other. Didn't we see uh, Hampshire a couple of years ago play out? No, that was Huffman. I saw them. I know, in fact, I saw them online when they beat Conley this year, 33 I think I went and saw them play like Cold Spring or something <laughs> a few years ago. But Let's point look at, being, yeah. that's the reason. That it's not just Silsby and Jasper. Silsby no. being one of the top teams in you know, all of 4A, Division II, uh, but then Jasper, I mean, as good as Jasper's going to be, 
And then Hampshire, right? Dude, I really right forgot there. how good of a year they had last year. I know we're oh, going yeah, back to yeah. them, but their losses last year. They're, they're close to tier one already. Yes, their losses last year the season yet. was seven points to Lumberton to begin the year, five points to Jasper, seven points to Silsby, and then the Quero game got away from them at the end. I remember that. It was like, I think it was 28-14, and then right. it just kind of got away. But they beat on the year – they beat East Chambers. They beat uh, West Orange Stark. Uh, they beat Waco Conley, who we just talked about. They beat Berkshire Royal again last year. They were the 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 you know dark yeah, horse that yeah. came out of nowhere. I, I, I just kind of sometimes you forget how these teams that only went only went thirteen games. You forget how good that season was because you and I tend to look at the semifinals in the state championship. Cause that's what we do. We're a state show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's why uh, w- whenever you want to talk about Gilmer and Pleasant Grove, Hey, that Gilmer and Pleasant or and that's why district eight didn't make it. Yeah. I know they have Carthage and yes, they have center, but after that Rusk, maybe van, I still think Rusk has a chance to be a dark horse that they have a, enough, but Van's in a weird spot right now. They're still kind of young. Right. I still think they're missing some playmakers that they had a couple years ago, uh, and they still haven't really found them. But yeah, this this four eight division two did not go like I thought it would in my mind when I started actually writing down the rankings. Anyway, that is class four a division one and division one two toughest districts. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have Coach X's movies. Uh, I'm sorry, toughest districts. It's actually a cool list. I will agree with him on a lot of those. And then, of course, Class 3A Division One, Division Two, Toughest Districts, right here on Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media Company. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Took to running with a traveling man Left her mama crying with her head in her hand Such a sad case So broke She said, Mama, gotta go Gotta get out of here Gotta get out of town Tired of hanging around I gotta roll on Between the ditches Just an ordinary story About the way things go Round and around Nobody knows But the highway Goes on forever that old highway rolls on forever. Lord, All right, Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, the toughest district in 4A, 3A, and 2A in the 2023 season, brought to you by SI Design and 
Printing. Again, you can find them online at sidesign.net. Right now, they're doing sports prints. That's why if you have a kid that's playing sports, if you're a coach wanting a good senior gift for your players on senior night, check it out. Uh, it's like a, it's the best way to say it's like a poster. Put up on your wall action shots of your guys playing football, playing baseball, playing basketball. Just check out sidesign.net forward slash sports prints and you'll see what I'm talking about. All right. Before we go into what is the toughest uh, districts in 3A, let's go ahead and talk Coach X because, as always, Coach X doesn't really know what's going on. Like it, I, I'm, I, I joked about it last week, but you mind if I check out for a minute? Yeah, do I, I, can I well, too? You, hey, no, you know you, what? You got to read them. No, 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 I'm no. I'm just going to check out. We could start well, it mentally at least. Could, I'll could, be here. I kind of liked your idea last week of AI taking over, and nobody would know the difference. Yeah. Would we say a little bit of Peter Griffin mixed with some hee-haw? Yeah, a little hee-haw, a yeah. little deliverance. Maybe. Oh, that's butt stuff. Again, know. Coach X. We're trying, uh, well, to, yeah, make, we're true, trying to make true. them think it's still Coach X. That's the whole bit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No. Okay, we got it. Boom Hour. Throw in some Boom Hour. Oh, Boom Hour would be perfect. Yeah. No, Boom Hour is too smart. I'm telling you right now. All right, so here's what Coach X has to say when it comes to toughest districts. So you two get to name the tough. Oh, by the way, he's back attacking both of us, if you notice mm. that. So you two get to name the toughest districts in the state. This is where we are in this country. Some dudes from Royce City and Karnak get to rank the districts with someone from which. Karnak. That's Marshall Karnak. Right? I know, but you know, yeah, you, you're not from Karnak well, I mean, proper. Not really, but yeah, because I mean, it's right down the road from my. You've been to my parents' house. It's I've right been to your parents' house. Like That's five not miles in from Karnak. Well, thank Karnak. 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 The great Karnak was that his from Johnny Carson from the. <laughs> When he did the thing, you know, he did yeah. the card on his yeah. head. and then yeah. That's how I'm going to do. Uh, no. Okay. Eight. I'm sorry. You're I'm gonna sorry. You're going to ask me and I'm no. going to do. Camera on me. And I'm, you're, 3A Division no, no, the way it the works. The toughest district no, no, is no. with Rungi and... No, no. The, are, are they in the, the way it works is you'd go Laga Vista and then you'd open up places where I run <laughs> naked or something like that. Anyway, so let's go back. We're Place, worse, we're worse places than Places where I stuck my wiener out. <laughs> okay. Well, beep that, Taylor. Oh, okay, uh, by the way, I want to thank Taylor Lee, the best executive producer. Oh, I'm so glad I had the overlay on with that. Nobody saw that, thankfully. All right. So, Taylor. Uh, anyway, you two ain't going to get to do that. And Taylor, I'm kidding. Anyway, you two ain't going to get to do this without the X-Man throwing his two cents in the hat (laughs) and then throwing that hat in the ring around the roses with a pocket full of potential. All right. Here are the top 10 hardest movies. Now, I'm going to read them all, but I'm only going to read the depths on five. Uh, Here are the top 10 hardest movies to not watch while they're on TV. Number 10, Casino. Totally agree with that. Great movie. Pretty good. Uh, Number nine, Wedding Crashers. Again, totally agree. Great I don't know, movie. Vince Vaughn, man, he's you don't like him. I, I used to kind of it's you. the same dude. Nah, he's every a, time he's dated now. It's it's the same guy. I say yeah. that now. He's done a couple serious movies. He did one where he's uh, what was about the show and on HBO True Detective. He was pretty good. On yeah, he was that. good, but he did a movie where he's a uh, he has to fight in prison. Was it cell, Block Ninety Nine or something? That's a really really good movie. Um, and don't forget, Brendan, Brendan Fraser won an Academy Award, so there's still hope for Vince Levon. All right, number eight, Cool Hand Luke. I oh, love that movie. Favorite. That's I a love great that movie. movie. Uh, number seven, Fletch. Really love that movie. What's his write-up on Fletch? Uh, Peak Chevy Chase in the 80s here. The dude has one-liners after one-liners in that movie. Can I borrow your towel? My car just hit a water buffalo. I'll have a Bloody Mary, a steak sandwich, and a steak sandwich. Put it on Underhill. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. Uh, you know, they made another Fletch with John Hamm. 
Oh, really? And it's actually really good. I didn't think it was going to be. Huh. He plays him different, but it's actually pretty solid. That's um, straight to video. All right. I no. can say all of them. Well, yeah, it was, but, but because it was during the pandemic. All right. Now, here's one you might disagree with again because it's Vince Vaughn. Coach X doesn't think there was a pandemic. Number six. Well, number six, couples retreat. That's with Vince Vaughn. Oh, what is that? On. You say it's too high. No way, Terry. Grant, I know you agree with me. So, see, we're learning, Coach X. Grant does not like Vince Vaughn. No, I, I like what he says because I don't want him to come back on me like he did last year All right. with the whole um, dude perfect thing, trying to get over oh, that. That's right. I forgot how much you yeah. hate dude oh, perfect. No, I he hates him. I hate him. And I made one comment that he liked him. Oh, that's right. I suffered his wrath. Until like the state semifinals. Again, I want to remind everybody until about 2019, Grant read these and he attacked Grant without mercy. And that's why I had to start writing. It was either exactly. it was either Grant was going to quit or we couldn't have Coach X or I was like, finally, I'll read them. All right, here's the top five. I'm going to agree with three of these. One okay. of these I'm not. Number five, I think should be higher. Tommy Boy. Classic. Good. How the hell could you, you have a paint chips? Yeah, let me, let me read it. How the hell yep. could you have a list like this without Farley? And why not the best Farley movie there is, ever was, and ever will be? Well, I guess the last one goes without saying since he ain't put out a movie in a while. R.I.P., you sweet bastard. Uh, number four, Goodfellas. Totally agree. As not long, bad. As long, I, Tommy Boy's better, but, you know, whatever. Wow, that's a hot take. Yeah, I love yeah. both movies. Are you not a big gangster movie? Okay. No, I like gangster movies, but Goodfellas, I mean, to me, Goodfellas to me, is the best good gangster movie there is. Eh, is it just one of those because it, it's so well liked? It kind of. No, I don't know. Are you being it's... a hipster with us right now? <laughs> hey, the, yeah. Coach X, can you work that in this year? Grant the hipster. Um, as long as I could remember, I wanted to be a gangster. What a better line to open a movie. I'll wait. Yep, that's what I thought. Scroll through your guide. If that movie is on, you're pressing OK on your remote. Number three, I totally disagree with. Drumline. Yeah, that's right. I said drumline. I have no idea why, but when that movie is on, I'm going to watch it. I've watched Nick Cannon hit that dude's drum and start a fight with him. I don't know how many times. I still say Orlando Nick Jones. Nick Cannon, is that the guy? With, with 47 like, kids? Get, yeah. Okay. Right. I still say Orlando Jones was robbed for not getting an Oscar for that I movie. I think that's Orlando Bloom. No, it's Orlando Jones. Bloom. Bloom <laughs> was not in drumline. Uh, Tombstone, number two. Love that movie. Oh, yeah. Where's Wyatt? Down by the creek, walking on water. You guys listen. You guys listening know that you should have said I'm your Huckleberry and we started a game. We never finished the play for blood a thousand times to your friends hanging out. You do it in jest, but you secretly you're waiting for someone to really step up to you. And if you really are missing that movie, it'll be on AMC sometimes next week. I promise you that. And the number one movie. Here is it is the moment we've all been waiting for. The movie that I think is the toughest one to turn off when it's on TV. Ghost Rider. Oh, I saw that on Fandango. First movie I ever saw on my laptop. Really? Was Ghost Rider? Yeah. Oh, With wow. Nicolas Cage, right? Yes. Where yeah. Yeah. I no, will cool say, Hand Luke should be number one. Well, no, Shawshank Redemption. How is that not on the list? That's good, too, but everybody has that, so being a hipster. Well, I mean, everybody. Oh, there you go. Oh, so you're going to lean from, into it. So you, Fort, you, I'm from Fort Hancock. And, um. Hang on, let me read. It said the best, best awesomely bad movie in the history of film. I like Ghost Rider 2 for that reason. I think Ghost Rider 2 is awesomely bad. Nick Cage riding around, setting sinners on fire with a chain on fire and an on-fire Harley Davidson. Oh, he also sets the road on fire. And even Menendez. Eva Menendez wearing a skin tight dress the whole movie as well. What's not to like? In fact, I'm pretty sure... <sighs> There is an urban legend that if the movie is on TBS or TNT and you reach for the remote, Nick Cage 
shows up as Ghost Rider and sends you to hell. At least that's what I'm told my son when he reaches for that remote. All right, that is Coach X's top 10 movies. I don't know what that has to do with Class 3A Division 1 Toughest Districts, but let's get into it. Actually, I do appreciate that. All the jokes aside, me and yeah, I think you get tired of it. Me and Coach X text about movies like all the time. Whoa, look at you. Poor eyes. Off. <laughs> just, you know I had to say something because we talked about it. Well, first of all, I'm I went to that optometrist uh, like a month and a half ago, uh-huh. got a new prescription. I can't see anything close up. And my uh, trial pair was six to eight weeks out because it was such a special uh, you're that prescription. Blind. You're right. that blind, basically. And they still hadn't come in. So I can't see anything. I was like just kidding, close, dude. You so, know that. I was no. going to say that because we talked no, about I mean, it so heard much. That's cool. I'm wearing glasses. I got you back later. So <laughs> I'll wait. And I'm going to find what what just bugs you the most. No, we're really going to pick. Okay, Noe. Pick on Noe. Do it. Do it on the air. We're on video. Pick on Noe. I don't Noe. think it's Noe. I think I'm being played. <laughs> I'm not right. a smart man. But I'm, I'm not a smart man. <laughs> All right, let's go class three, division right. one, toughest districts. Again, top four. We're going to start with number four. Now, I will go ahead and say this. Can I get a drink? Yeah, Thursday? go ahead. Uh, You're on. Uh, doesn't matter. I will say this. I hate being on video because I can't just take a drink. Yeah, you can. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. The difference between the fourth toughest and the eighth t- toughest is, is just a simple coin toss we call it this is this is the division why we said let's just go four because it was going to be hard to pull a fifth one right the the fourth toughest is is doctor is district seven (laughs) with grandview and a plus academy and charter gateway and dallas life oak cliff and dallas madison (laughs) hang on and inspired vision academy there are two teams in this damn district that are just regular old public schools when madison is one of your bell cow teams of the district you know you've got a struggle district but i'm telling y'all that's better than almost any other district because of grandview because of grandview but then you've got west and Whitney. yeah i forgot i was about to add those two yeah yeah and maypearl maypearl might make the playoffs in this district oh they probably will I would think, right? Grandview being the heavy hitter in District 7, but uh, I think West, I know West lost a lot last year, right? Some of the big-time But haven't time they proven that they can do that and they reload? Well, they don't rebuild. Phys- they're very physical. The Trojans are very physical. And then Whitney, I think, is going to take a big step up this year, right? I yeah. think you – right now you would consider them a top – 20 teams somewhere around yeah, there. eight and four last year. I think they're going to be closer to a tier one, tier two team, uh, or yeah, tier two, close to tier one team, yeah. uh, by the end of the season. I look I for big things for the Wildcats, Whitney. I really, really do. And that's why this district's fourth because the top three are really, really solid, oh, and yeah. all three could end up being region threats. What do you think the uh, chances are of Coach X getting? His first, you know, he's an OC right now, yeah, right? He's supposedly. Been an OC. No, he is. And he's got some state championship rings. What, two? Right. Yeah. What are the odds Coach X 
first head coaching job is at a place like Inspired Vision oh, I would, Academy, I would, Dallas. I would. I would laugh. I would. Okay, if he ever gets a job at one of those, I will be play by play for him that year. I will come out of retirement because I want to watch when he. You would need a color guy, and that wouldn't be me. Because well, I'm yeah. not going to go sit through Inspired. Well, Vision I, I want to be there when Academy. I want to be there when like old Little League. He's going to find that like he's waiting for a starting running back, and then he gets a call. Sorry, I can't come to the game tonight. I got a Mario. Super Mario Fest I'm playing. Talk to you next week, Coach. <laughs> All right. Uh, so District 7 uh, was the fourth toughest yes. district out of 16 districts. So it's pretty tough district, right? Yeah, um, solidly the tough. The third toughest district, we think, is District 12 down in Region 3 with Columbus and Hitchcock. And I think Columbus and Hitchcock are two of the top teams in all of 3A Division One, And can you imagine the game? That game last year for district was yeah. – uh, I mean, it went down to the last uh, the last couple well, of minutes. And that's the game the last that, minute, and Hitchcock pulled it like out. Like I say, that's the game that announced to us that Hitchcock was real, and they showed that through the rest of the playoffs. Um, and then you got a team like uh, Yoakum. A yeah, lot of people yeah. feel like they're back to being closer to where they used to be than they were, have been the last few we years. We didn't. List Yoakum as a dark horse, yeah, but I think yeah, did. we did. Yeah, I, I oh, okay. listened to the to show this uh, coming down oh, from okay, Houston. You good. did, you did. Because I was about to say we should if we didn't. No, you did. You and then Hallettsville is always physical on yeah. both sides of the football. Hallettsville, new head coach, so that's going to you know maybe cause a few problems, not problems, but growing pains, right, for the Brahmas. Yeah, but I mean, this is a team that in a down year went seven and four. Mm -hmm. um, this is a team in a down year lost to uh, Yokum by 14. Uh, and uh, and then they did get beat by Franklin pretty good. But they gave Columbus the game for a half. And I remember, in fact, I remember our, our Columbus guy, Jeremy, he was a little nervous. And then Columbus was able to, to get that depth. But, yeah, I mean, in a tough district, Hallsville, you I mean, again, you've got to play perfect in this district or you're going to get you're going to get uh, surprised. Yeah. All right. So our, that is our uh, which one was that one? Our third toughest, our second toughest. Now, this one's an interesting one because it's really tough, but it's also in a district that is completely in turmoil this year as far as schools and coaches. And that's District four, home of two time state finalist Brock. Uh, but you also got White. Whitesboro, now they lose a lot, and we're about to find out if the Bearcats reload or rebuild. Yeah, well, it's going to be hard to rebuild without Mac Harper. How do you find Mac Harper's uh, replacement at quarterback? I don't think you don't. You do. Yeah. So I think Whitesboro is going to have to reload on both sides of the line. Uh, but then you also have a team that everybody forgets about from last year. And everybody inside this district have it, and that's paradise. Oh, yeah. Austin Iglesias, probably the the scariest dual threat quarterback. Remember, he came in into the season last year as a wide receiver. They right. changed him in the middle of it to a quarterback, and they took off from that point. That's a go daddy right there. It's a big time go daddy. The, the, the problem was offensively, they didn't have much else. No, if him. you stopped him. But they had a pretty good defense, right? Oh, yeah. But I think you're going to be hard-pressed to beat Brock this year. Hell, Charlie Water to 14. I, I don't know, man. I, I, look, that Brock – look, we know the new the new quarterback, the sophomore quarterback for Brock is going to be special. He's yeah. going to be household name. But he's going to have some growing pains in a very tough non-district. We know how tough that non-district oh, yeah. is. But, you know, for him – just get through the non-district, survive, and then go from there. But the defense that Brock has, 
is going to be enough to give Brock I, a, a chance to take I, championship, man. I do want to say this, though. I do think losing Reed Watkins to a private school is huge. That's it, a guy it, that it is. That's a guy. That defense. Oh, no, the defense is going to be good, but he was part of that, but he was also expected to tote the rock a lot. I, I like Brett Tutter at running back, but Brett Tutter, Tutter's your speed guy. They've got to find a guy that they can give. Because, I mean, I know they got a new quarterback and they're going to throw the ball. But like Coach Mathis said at the interview, at the end of the day, Brock is Brock and Brock's going to win by running the ball. And they've got to find uh, well, that back. Uh, okay. What he, what Coach Mathis didn't say is Brock is going to win by running the football and playing tough defense in the trenches. Yeah. Brock is going to have a darn good defense. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No I mean, doubt. The best defense in Class 3A. Let's I'll remember right that now. they held Franklin to 17 last year. Right, right. It, and that, that same defense is coming back. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm not saying that. I just think that it's, I, I just think that there's – last year, Brock was living under some, some mighty fine moments in district where a lot of things had to break their way. Uh, Matt Harper being a yard short at a quarterback, a, a, a game where they are going to kick the, the go-ahead field goal and, they, and Paradise runs into the guy and they're allowed to score – or game-tying field goal, but the guy block, uh, runs into the kicker, gives them a first down, they score. They can't do all that again this year. Well, I think they're better this year. See, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Not yet. I think they I, could be. I think they very well could be. 100% I think they, think they could be. I, I don't think, think they, they are be. at the moment. I You know, offensively, at worst, they'll be the same. At worst. Defensively, they'll be better. I just, so I, I just, I don't, think I don't it's necessarily think that the off, I think the offense is going to have to prove itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, they I, had know, to prove I know that's a general term, year. but I'm saying I think if the offense is any worse than they were last year, I don't know if they get now. In saying that, the bottom, some of the teams that were really good last year in this district. Let's talk about you know you had Peaster who was supposed to that was supposed to be their year. They ended up kind of flaming out. They lost their coach, but they made some really good hires. Shane Mobley's the athletic director now. I can't think of the coach off the top of my head, but he's a really good coach. Uh, Pilot Point. I mean. Two years ago, man, they're playing the, the right to go to the state semifinals. Now that's in shambles. Now they're in shambles, and and they're going to barely fill the team. I confirmed with multiple coaches that it was at best two teams, JV and varsity, no ninth grade, and they're and they're two or three injuries away from seriously having to maybe. And, and I don't want that. I love Pilot Point being good, but I especially want all the seniors to be able to play a full season. You got Ponder, though. They've made a hire. We've talked about that. I don't think they're going to jump up and win the district, but I think that they're a playoff team. Yeah. Um, it, it's, that's why District 4-3, even with Brock at the top, and, and as good as you say they are, I that's think- – I think Brock ends up being better this year. I, oh, I'm I do. No, 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 no. I say that too, but I'm saying right now they're not. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, I mean, think I trust it. I trust. Well, I know, but this is what we yet. do. Yeah. I've been practicing all week, buddy. I've been running go routes in the backyard. <laughs> it's been in Houston, jackass. <laughs> running go routes. Uh, but no, I it, I don't want to sound like I'm down on Brock. I just think Brock has more questions this year offensively than they did last year. I They might. I don't know, but I still don't think. I, I think at worst they're the same offensively. If they are, they're, they're playing for a state championship. Again. Exactly because of but I defense just, is so but much until, better. Until and you give me a team that can run consistently on Brock Franklin. This, 
Well, consistently. Well, I mean, again, yeah, for all the I, joke, I mean, people, yeah. me and Mark Fanning were talking about that. You know, people in their mind, I think they think it was a close, high scoring game. It wasn't. It was a 14 14 game. Oh, yeah. Until, and it took Franklin throwing the ball. Right. The one time they threw it at the perfect time to, right. to win in that game. I think we're looking at a collision course again on that one, but who knows? Yeah. That's for another show. Speaking of, let's go to our class three, division one, toughest district. And mm-hmm. this is easy. This is one of the toughest districts in the three classes that we cover oh, yeah. district 11 for all the talk about franklin you've got yo who looks like they're coming back you have Lorena who is angry and young with a brand new coach uh you got little river academy that coach fannin was i mean you you and i know that some of these coaches enough to know when they're giving us the wink wink and he was legitimately like, no i think that they're way better than what people realize Just that big quarterback coming back right and they have a lot the they were a ton of injuries last year yeah um you still got rockdale who on any given night they've got a new coach you still got troy who's kind of in a weird transition right now uh but yeah th- this district as much as we're talking about franklin and and to give brock credit or i should say i think brock can have a few bad games and still win their district franklin they're gonna have to be darn near on top of it especially when it comes to yo and especially lorena yeah that's what i'm gonna say i mean you've got to worry about cameron right in this district and and everybody i mean it it comes down to franklin lorena and cameron this district does franklin obviously being the front runner here but lorena is if, if Franklin is one, then Lorena is one A. This this game right here will be a classic because Lorena is as good as they were last year. I think they're going to be better. Well, okay, this so year. I, I, you and I, you know, sometimes we we touch controversial subjects like mm-hmm. Art Browse to to Mount Vernon and stuff, and, and sometimes we talk about coaches. And I want to understand because I know we have Lorena fans, so I want you to understand when I'm I'm literally just asking the question: Were you shocked that Lorena went with a guy that had been the high school principal, hadn't coached in a while, and the the couple times that he was head coach, he was solid but nothing special or do you think that that's just that's the Lorena faith in a guy that had been on the staff at one point in Lorena I was a little shocked I'm not saying it was a bad call I don't know enough to be shocked or convinced I don't know it's more of I don't know the situation I mean I know what you're talking I know the situation you're talking about but I don't know his capabilities what he had done before I don't know all there's so many inner workings on yeah this like isn't that. about the guy himself kevin right, johnson right, right, right. I, I, it's just i kind of felt that lorena being a, a, a model of consistency are you saying that if somebody like decatur can go out and get steve huff that lorena should be able to go out and get a th- yeah i guess a, steve huff, so right, i guess, right, I guess my question like is is this that this is who they wanted i guess like this they, I, i'm assuming people applied that would make you go wow that guy applied oh wow well lorena's a program that's not going to do anything just half hours and, that, and right? that's what i was going to lean on i mean so maybe I, they I tend to trust and again please do not think that i'm in any way saying he can't do the job or shouldn't have got the job i want to make that very clear i just was surprised at the hire mm-hmm. i was expecting a young guy that might be a flat uh, up and coming or someone who had maybe like you know, been somewhere else and been really, really successful. So right. that's all. I don't want anybody to please do not think I'm, I had that issue with I another I think it's going to work out just fine. Oh, I think it will too, especially with this team. But anyway, yeah. I, just, I just wanted to bring that up. All right, it's so. a class community with a class school district, Lorena. Um, 
they're they're not going to do anything that's not right. Exactly. Exactly. Know? All right. Now let's go. Oh, let me go ahead and read those again, just in case. Uh, our top four in region, our class three A division one. Uh, number one, District 11. Number two, District 4. Number three, District 12. And number four, District 7. And remember, we'll be in Lorena on week one. Yeah, so y'all can all throw things Lorena. at me if y'all feel that I, I said something. Yeah, yeah Terry did. I did Speaking it. of that, I mean, that's what, me, that right there, nachos. that's Lorena right there. That's the Lorena towel we were given. Let me see. Um, we were given when we saw them lose to. Uh, yeah, just remember that. I am holding up Lorena for state champions. Wow. He's questioning it. So if you want right. to do it with right. me let's or nacho me, let's just go move. ahead. We'll see you in Lorena on week one. Let's let's just go ahead and go to uh, 3A Division Two. Okay. Uh, all right. The fourth uh, toughest district. Uh, now, you and I had some disagreements on this one. So where did you end up? Where did we, um, was it District 12? I, with the fourth, yeah, District Okay, 12. I just want to make sure because we had some differences. Yeah. All right, so District 12 is, is the fourth. Uh, you've got Newton who seems to, I, I say come back. I mean, it's not like Newton's fallen off the world or no, anything. No, not at all. But it, they, they, I think they feel like this is their best team since those runs. I, I, I think last year was a little bit of a letdown for Newton. Which was and still a really Newton's, good season. But for Newton's standards, right? Yeah, no, the last I agree. two years. The yeah, last I, th- two I, years. See, I think I think the year before was more. I mean, last year they're twelve and two. Year before they were ten and two, and they but, ca- remember what we saw. To me, we talked about it. La- year before last, it wasn't that they lost to Wascom and Nacogdoches. It was I had never seen a Newton team just get physically manhandled, just manhandled yeah. to the point where they were tapping out, and that right. was shocking. Oh, last they tapped year, out within the first quarter. Last year they answered all that because we had that question. Last yeah. year they answered all that with that tough danger field. Uh, Mm-hmm. Win, and then they they just ran up against the Harmony team with Boston Seahorn that was just hot. Harmony just had everything rolling. That was a good back and forth game, but Seahorn made a couple big plays. I'm going to tell you out. this: Newton probably did not have good film on Harmony. No, probably not, because Harmony had the look. When you go from an average team like Harmony was before uh, the first five games, yeah. six games, and then you got Harmony that just totally changed changed offense. Um, their whole scheme. They were just a different team week six on. If you're trading tape, <laughs> you can give them tape. And, and I'm I- telling you, dude, Newton got tape from Harmony from weeks one through five. Yeah. And that, 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 that was not the same Harmony team. That's my guess. Yeah, no, and, and it's uh, not everybody- that Harmony wasn't better. I'm not saying that, but, but no, I'm just yeah, thinking no. that Harmony. Uh, good game and gamesmanship. Yeah, just traded the right. Kept showing right? that white oak loss, and, and, not, and not when and they and beat. harmony had to go out there and physically beat them. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, then you also uh, let's see. It's going back to District Twelve. You've got Hemp Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, who Hemp Hill's going to be pretty darn good this year. You got New Waverly. By the way, their offensive coordinator loved our, loves our show. He came up and talked to us during the coaches school. Talked about how they like to listen to the show. We appreciated oh, that. Great. I didn't even know um, we had anybody from. You yeah, dude, we, you you and I were talking about this before we record night. You, you remember the last time we were in New Waverly, or like stopped in New Waverly, is we ate at the Burger King right on the interstate on I-45. Me, back, you, Noe, and Robert. Kind of really hung over. We'd already ate it. So here's the story of that. So <laughs> me and you were asked to come do a very weird play-by-play where 
We would do play by play when La- oh, when Lamar. Uh, when Lamar consolidated had the ball, yeah. and then the Lamar radio guys would do play by play whenever right. they had the ball. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. We got to go through Reliant. Uh, we got to walk through. <laughs> we end up going to Galveston, and for lack of uh, of time, that's a whole story in of itself. That night in Galveston, we almost died. We had the worst experience it, with. Didn't a, we have a? Um, there's a campsite outside of New Waverly that we passed out at. Another time, right? Wasn't there? That wasn't me. You I sure. Yeah, that, I, that's one thing you, you and I, because we always talked about your stuff. You and I have never did the pull over and fall asleep in a car type deal. I'm pretty sure we did. And it wasn't in the car. No, I've never was camped it? with you. Okay. No, I mean I'm serious. I'm not no jokes. I've we I've never done that. Well, who was that? I, <laughs> is there a little Coach <laughs> X babies running around from Grant? Uh, but anyway, so we go to uh, we go to Galveston because you and I want to go to shrimp and stuff. Because we'd been there the year before. I love that place. We love that place. But we ate. And then like two hours later, we realized that Burger King had that burger and fries thing. It was where the fries were already on the burger. And our dumb hungover selves decide we got to eat that too. So we stop Stopped and eat that. Waverly. Yeah, and eat that. And then y'all drop me off at my daughter's because my daughter, me, and my dad for Father's Day. Ranger game. Right? Cowboy game. Oh, cowboy game. And okay. I was so hungover. And Carter we were, Cowboys? Or? No, Dallas. Oh, I was okay. so hungover. I didn't think you could afford Dallas It Cowboys. was my daughter's. I just said it was a Father's Day gift for my daughter. Well, okay. I didn't think she could wow. afford anything. Wow. Okay. I'll remember that next time you ask me I to mean, lie to the payday loan people. The apple didn't fart, fall far from the tree. <laughs> but anyway, you I, was, I was so hung over at that cowboy game, and we were on the very oh, top. No. I was, you know, and, and if you've never been, that's one of the new stadiums where it's not staggered. It's a straight down, right. which when you're sober, it's awesome because you can see the field. When you're <laughs> hung over, yeah, when you're hung over, I, I, I white knuckled <laughs> the bar the whole game because I was so nervous I was going to fall. Anyway, I, try going to an Aggie game. Hungover. Okay, you just said the first thing. Oh, my my God. God. I never thought about that. Go back and forth. Wow. I've done that before. All right, so let's get this show back on the road. Okay, sorry. Uh, No, no, that's what we were here for. All right, and so that was our fourth. Our number three toughest district. By the way, three of these districts are in the same region. I should tell you why. If you listened last week, who the number one region was, you know why. Uh, The third toughest district in 3A Division II is District 10. I I will say this, going back to last week, Region 3 is just an absolute killer. It really is, man. But yeah, District 10 with hooks and decab alone are tough. I mean, hooks is going to be really special this year. Decab, Winky Williams, those guys. You know, Winky didn't get to play a whole year last year, right? Keeps his nose down, head down. Decab could be just a hellacious uh, football team this year. And then Pewitt, you know, Pewitt might be down. They're having some, you know, issues maybe. You still want to play them in the first round? No, especially in that slot T. Yeah. Uh-uh, not at all. And, and let's be honest, the, the nine, District 9 was in talks for a, the fourth worst or four, fourth toughest district. The only thing was is after Troop and West Grusk that you just there's too many questions about Edgewood and Arp this year. Yeah. Uh, but but District 9 almost made it. That's how good this region is, folks. Right. Uh, we said on the region show, I could see four teams winning this region this year. Oh, yeah. And all four of those teams could end up winning status too. Well, Possibly, we, we we don't talk about one of the we don't talk about the prohibitive favorite this year, in my opinion, in this division because they're not in a tough district. All right, so the number uh, one toughest 
I'm sorry, number two toughest district. Yeah, district is, 11. Is still in Region 3, and that's, of course, Harmony, who we've talked about when we were talking Newton. Dangerfield, you've got Wascom, who appears to, you know, not that Hugh they fell off. you got Hugh Springs. They're all, Hugh Springs is always, it feels like, two plays away from being better than they, they are. I, for some reason, though, I've, I feel as if Hugh Springs can take a little step back this year. Don't they? Didn't they lose their coach? Yeah, they lost their coach forever. Yes. A new guy came in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as far that as. That was a whole deal, too. I yeah, that was that weird. I don't even know enough. Because it got announced. I don't either, but it got announced like. it was a little, little bit of a weird deal. It got announced like in the middle of the, like end of the season or something. It was something just like weird. That, it was weird. Yeah. Again, but we try I mean, to stay away from all that kind of stuff. Harmony and Dangerfield, though. That, oh, gosh, can you imagine that game for district championship, Dangerfield and Harmony? Well, we say that, but last year Dangerfield drubbed them 48 to 21, I think oh, was the score. I know, but still, this is a different year. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, Wascom last year was six and five. They have everybody back. You know, they were in a yeah. dog fight with West Grusk last year in that first round of the playoffs. Yeah, they were. Or excuse me, second round, because they beat Hempel, which was kind of a show. We were just talking about that earlier. It was mm-hmm. that was that 10 8 game. Uh, we set off the air. We, we were wondering if what was more surprising, <laughs> the eight by Wascom being held to eight, or that Hempel scored 10, which meant yeah, there was a field you'd goal. You'd be hard pressed to find a any uh game that ended 10 8 yeah. in class three A and down. All right. So let's now. Uh, talk about the, I think this is going to surprise some people. I, I think a lot of people are going to be really surprised that District 8 with Bells and Gunter weren't in the top four, that District 3 with Canadian and Childress, District 5 with Comanche or Jacksboro. But the number one... They got an argument. Oh, no, they all do. Again, this is one of those that... that, that it, this was the toughest one as far as the, the fourth. And this, you know... Anyway, yeah. District 14. With Tidehaven. First in off, Region 4. Yeah, with Region 4. First off, you just told me that the reason we're talking toughest district is because of Tidehaven. I would have said you're crazy, but look at the program that they have built up. Yeah. And then you've also got East Bernard, who there is no way in heck East Bernard's as bad as they were last year. And last year was such a weird year for it them. It was a weird year, but they didn't get blown out. No. Right? Well, no, and they, they got tr- a little- they were trying to spread it, and then they were like, "No, that ain't working." So let's go yeah. back to running it. And also, you know, I, I kind of think there 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 was a I don't want to say arrogance, but I kind of felt like they were at the end of the day they were like, "Hey, we're going to end up we're, we're going to be fine. We're going to end up winning, uh, you know, when we need to in, in district." And that just didn't happen. Yeah, uh, Wallace Brazos being the team, and when it happened, we talked about it that Brazos beating them that was that chance, and of course. Talking about the Cougars, hell, they were nine and four, three and four in district, but nine and four overall. Yeah. Uh, you know, so anyway. And then throw bowling into it. I think bowling's going to be really good again this year. I mean, you got three heavy hitters in East Bernard, Tidehaven being the big one, and then bowling. That's what really solidifies you, you District know, 14 as being the toughest. Bowling lost back to back games last year to East Bernard and Tidehaven, and it looked like they were. You know, they they weren't because they were really highly not ranked, but expected to, to go far. Mm-hmm. But then they get in the playoffs and they beat Buffalo. And then that, that post game, 42 to 34, almost winning, but scoring 34 on a pirate team that the defense was very good. If this Bulldog team can get consistent inside district, win the games that they need to win to not only make the playoffs, but be a number one seed. The, the sky might be the limit for them. That's why this district is the toughest district in 3A Division Two. Yeah, that's a hellacious district. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap things up with 
2A, Division One, Division Two, Toughest Districts, right here on Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media Company. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. Like and subscribe. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin, back here, sideline to sideline. It's been a long night. It's been a fun night. Toughest district talk. We've done 4A. We've done 3A. Now let's take our attention and let's talk a little 2A. Toughest districts. We start where we've started before. That's Division One. What is the fourth toughest district grant in Division One 2A this year? Uh, fourth toughest district, I think, is District 11 down in Region 3 that has Timpson, the big heavy hitter, right? Yes. Uh, and uh, Garrison yes. is the two big uh Remember Garrison teams. gave Timpson a game last year. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. And then, you know, so Timpson, Garrison, then, you know, Joaquin ought to be pretty decent this year, right? Uh, you know, Grapelin, I don't know. Grapelin's kind of, you know, yeah, neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, but I think the big ones are Timpson and Garrison. Yeah, you know, of course, we've talked Timpson a lot already in the offseason. We're going to see them. He's not talking yeah. Timpson, I don't right? know. Do we even – you meant, you brought up the Lorena thing. I know we talked about last week. Uh, we're also going to be in Timpson, Beckville, uh, for week one on yeah. Thursday night. Uh, for us, this is our first year doing 2 Getting our feet wet in yeah. uh, class I mean, what, 2A. What no better way. Week. Uh, what no better way than a game that I know last year it got away from Beckville. And Coach Cody Ross, who, by the way, he's – talked to us at coaches school he talked about that maybe they were leaning too much into that game early you know into the season why not yeah oh yeah because you're trying to announce yourself yeah Yeah. uh but yeah and you talked about joaquin and and, you know joaquin's a team that timpson's kind of taken their glory uh but just a few years ago you know they're playing on the in the region finals they were 10 and 14 or 10 and 3 team and 11 and 3 team last year they were quietly and i say quietly 9 and 3 and cooper beat them and that was a really good game early cooper got a couple touchdowns late uh but joaquin actually upset beckville you know i think people consider that upset in that what was it second round of the play- yeah second round of the playoffs yeah, yeah. you know we all thought it was going to be another beckville timpson thing and, and we didn't really talk about that but i i think maybe part of that whole Timpson hanging over Beckville's head, you sometimes don't get caught in that game. You get caught two games earlier because you're already looking at And I don't mean the coaches were like looking at film. I just mean mentally. It, it, you're, you're thinking, okay, Joaquin's good, but we've got them. Timpson's down the road, and boom, you end up getting beat. Yeah, you know, I often wonder, and this may or may not be the case, how many uh, dudes that would have been playing at Tinnahal are now playing at Timpson? I don't know. Like, you think that's it? You think so? I mean, we talked no, about no. I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm not. No, saying no. That's you, a you're thing, not. You're but. not. No, no. But you, I mean, we talked about it. Was it on the three A here or the toughest region where Liberty Isle and Pleasant Grove and Texas High? That legitimately is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's no different than Elysian Fields, Wasco, Marshall, and Jefferson. You you have these, especially in East Texas, where towns are more up against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess also Metroplex, but we're talking about for our level, 4A, 3A, and 2A. Yeah. It's really easy to move across and end up at, at living with your uncle. Living with, or in heck, in today's world, living with your dad or your mom. Well, I'm not saying that's the case. But I'm I think just, that's I interesting. I kind of wonder, I mean, though, I mean, you know, right? There was a, literally a song 
Tim, oh, Tim, Tim and, and Bobo, Bobo and Blair. And Blair. Yeah, I mean, they're right, right down the road. Ritter, right? Yes, you can step out and throw a rock from Tenahaw and just about hit Timpson. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, that you know, you're exactly right. And there's nothing wrong with it. That's just how it works. I, I'm a very big believer in, I think it's weird. We live in a free country and we have to have these weird rules because coaches are afraid to lose players. Well, wait till Neil hits high school and folks, it's going to hit high school. Uh, but anyway. I can't wait for that, though. Uh, Timpson, Garrison, big bell cows in that district. That's why they're uh, number four, but cannot wait to get uh, down to Timpson's yep. Beckville. Timpson. And by the way, uh, we, we've decided that this year we're going to try to on our night overnight stays to mm-hmm. maybe do some live shows that night. That one we don't know yet. I'm going to opt out of those, so you're going to do those You're the by one yourself. that said you're all excited about it. You want to talk about your – you But you're not into show. Moon Rocks anymore, though, are you? No, I am. You still I am. are? Well, I mean, that was They're the not thing. Moon Rocks. They're I know. called meteorites. They're meteorites. But that was the thing 10 years ago. Like, what does you, this have to do with – Because that's where our shows always go. It's, it's sideline to sideline after dark where we talk football, aliens, and ghosts. But meteorites and – Aliens. Well, I just okay. So I just said, I don't. Hang I don't on, hang on, hang on. I just said that if you l- listen, shut up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I just whoa. said that if you live in Tidahaw, you can mm-hmm. throw a rock and hit Timpson. Well, if you're an alien on Mars, if you got a good arm, I think you could throw a rock and hit Earth. That's all I'm saying. I'm just bringing it back to football. Pretty dumb. Bringing it back all to right. football. Why don't you go on the right. freak if you're going to act like that? All oh, right. oh, Reiner. <laughs> yeah, you heard about all that Probably going Danny. on. Well, or Dan, now that he's gone from yeah, the Dan TV. and Jake. People outside of Dallas have no clue what we're talking about. Sorry, it's it's been a long night. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. By the way, 2A, welcome to Sideline to Sideline because this is what it's like on a long night. All right, so the fourth toughest district is District 11. We have the third toughest. We're going to swing it over to Region 2, uh, and that is District 5 with mm-hmm. Bangs, Coleman, Goldwaith, Hamilton, San Saba, Tolar. Tolar's going to be really good. Rattler's oh, going to be good again. Tolar's, they, they were so physical last year. Those dudes are big all and, the way and across I know, the board. I know we use that term a lot, physical, especially where we were kind of swinging back in an era where we have a lot more running teams. But the Rattlers, in my opinion, are a – Newton type of physical that's just a little bit more than even the most physical. Even when they lose, their opponents say, we're going to feel that for the next three days. Well, you know, sometimes there's physicality and then there's size. Yes. Toller has physicality with the size, yes. you know. Um, so I think that at, at times the Rattlers can impose their will. Yep. Going back, you know, look, we're new to 2A, right? I, we see plenty of two A football yeah, in the playoffs. We just, you know, don't get to talk about it. But we've been to many of two A playoff games, um, and Toller was one of the most uh, impressive teams we had seen last year. Oh yeah, and these dudes are coming back now. How do they match up? How does Coleman match up against Toller? Because I think Coleman uh, last year was a war. I think it was twenty to six. Uh, Mm-hmm. Toller won. Uh, now, both of them got beat by Crawford. The Rattlers by like one, uh, like 17 14. And, and Coleman did get kind of beat pretty bad. But Coleman gave Toller in district everything they could yeah, handle. Yeah. So I, I think that's going to be a war again. Plus, in Coleman, they have the Black Kerr Steakhouse, by the way. Kelly and I went uh, last year. Was he good? Oh, my gosh. And don't count out bangs. Yeah. Uh, Dragons, bangs, man. Yeah. You know, last year they started 0 2, and then they went like five in a row. 
Uh, th- their problem is, is when they played the good teams in the district, they they got beat pretty bad. But I mean, this is a team that two years ago was one in nine. So being seven and five, that was a that was a great you know great yeah. bounce back year for them. All right, so that's the number three toughest district. Let's go to the second toughest district. We're gonna go all the way over to Region Four. I just realized. Is this the only one that we have a team or district from every region of all of our shows? I think it might be. I will have yeah. to verify that. It's been a long night. I keep saying it's been a long night. No, it, it's been it is. I can yeah. verify that. It's the first one. That, that That's how it should be when you've got it all spread out. But the second toughest in region one is district four. Why district four? Uh, mainly Holly and Cisco. Those are two big heavy hitters here. But then Stanford and... You know, then maybe uh, Alney or Colorado City, Colorado City, I'm sorry, or even winners maybe, right? But I, I think Holly and Cisco are the big two heavy hitters here. Yeah, you know, Holly, we talked about it with uh, China Spring when they beat Carthage, and now they've established themselves. That wasn't just an upset. I think everybody had crowned Refurio last year after they beat Timpson, and then Holly just absolutely wore them down. And it was the thing we talked about. Region is a great team, but they're small. And Holly's not small. Holly is is that when you think of Region One, Holly's that type of team. Corn fed, big old. They eat steak. They're big old boys. They're road graders. And, and all of a sudden, they went from surprising everybody and winning that game to now. I mean, it, it, it kind of feels like everybody keeps talking about Timpson and Refiro again. And and there's Holly just going to be sitting out there. And I don't know if anybody touches it. What you do? Yeah, but but, but in saying that, they they they're still going to have some games inside that district that that you know that I think is going to going to be interesting. Uh, I know they ended up beating Cisco forty to seven last year in playoffs, but remember in the district it was thirty six to thirty three. Uh-huh. That was a back and forth shootout. And if I'm not mistaken, and if I'm wrong, again we're still I think in that that playoff game, I think Cisco had like three turnovers in their first five possessions, something weird like that. And then they just could never answer back. Uh, but yeah. It, and then you've got Stanford, as you said, it, 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 it's going to be a fun district out there. And I do oh, yeah. think the winner, and I know there's Stafford and I know there's Sonora and you're big on Sonora. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't I'm be huge. On Sonora. Yeah. I'm not saying the you Broncos shouldn't be probably are one of my favorite teams in yes. the state, by the way, I, not just like this year, but yeah. like, I just have, Always been a Sonora team. Yeah, you have or, been uh, actually fan since uh, the uh, Mahon days. And a lot and of people guys. don't remember, but when you and I first started sideline to sideline, two A was something we talked about. Yeah, uh, and three yeah. A and Sonora was kind of bouncing back and forth. We really didn't settle on the four A three A until what I always call the great shift. The and Elliot kid. Well, yeah, yeah. I think it was Elliot um, at Sonora. Yeah, and man, some of their track meets were yep. fun too. And so that great shift when when the cartridges and all them dropped into three A's and stuff. That's when we kind of hooked into four A, three A only. Right. Uh, but yeah, we used to, we've always loved two A. Two A is some of my favorite playoff or uh, ch- state championship games to watch. I like it because we can go cover a game and actually have a grass field. Oh, and that's, and that's even getting harder and harder on that level, man. Yeah, I know. Now, yeah. in saying that, supposedly more and more studies are coming out that might turn, but again, it's money. It's so much cheaper, uh, even when you're having to replace the. Remember that very first. Uh, 
turf company that guaranteed replacement for life because they didn't realize that they're the, out of business. Yeah. Because they had to start. It's basically every seven years you have to replace yeah. the turf. I still remember that having to replace Longview. Remember Longview, you couldn't even play their games in Longview because the turf had gotten so bad. Anyway, that's what we do on the show. We just ramble. Let's go to the number one. Toughest you ramble. I, I am all pertinent. So we, so we said that we had one in each region. So we've had a toughest in three, two and one. So that means, and this is pretty easy. The toughest district in Division 1 to a is District 15, home of Refurio, Shiner, but just not them. I, I think there's some more depth in this district than just Refurio and Shiner. Oh, yeah, there definitely is. But Refurio, to me, man, as impressive as they were last year, they're going to be even better this year. Uh, but you do have three rivers that is coming back, and Ganado, right? Shiner. Shiner. Now, Shiner's uh, going to take a step back for them, but they're still going to be a, a, oh, yeah. a region team that could end up playing in the region finals. Oh, without a doubt. Three Rivers and Ganado are the ones that really prop this district up, though. Yeah. Right. And that's always the thing with us. Now, again, we say that, and there was one district where it was so top heavy, mm-hmm. but usually the the depth, and as great as Refugio and Shiner is, it, it to me, it's the depth of this district. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's all about depth when you're ranking these things. So uh, I, I think head and shoulders, this district is the toughest district. Yep, I do too. All right, let's flip the page. Division two, one more segment to do. Two A division. I, I will two. say this. You and I had talked about doing this for a few years, making mm-hmm. the adding two A, and it was always the adding part because. At the time, we were doing district shows and we're doing, you know, KETR, which I'm still going to try to find a way to do. Uh, I'll help you out on KETR. I know you are. I know you are, but I'm trying to help you because, again, we pull back the curtain many times. But for 2A, y'all don't know us well. I This is my full-time thing. You mm-hmm. do this on the side. So you have a full-time job. And so even like tonight where we're recording really late, you st- you're making a sacrifice. And that's why mm-hmm. we we always were like, I don't know if we want to do 2A. We, I mean, we want to, but the time, because your rule, and I mean mine too, but you always said it best was, I don't want to half-ass it. If we're going to do it, let's do it. Yeah. And we weren't ready to do it. Well, we made the move to the news thing. I don't know if it was the cameras, the video. I'm so happy that we made this decision. I am too. I, no, I, I love two A football. It, it, it. You know, you and I have even said this before that I could see a day where we. Now I say that with seven A coming, it changes. But if there wasn't a seven A coming, seven A is not as close as we. Think no, it's though. not as close. Well, the they did that thing they did this week at coaches school where it's they go, it's coming. It's not as close, but it's you know you. I see it in maybe three realignments. Maybe yeah, at that. And by the way, that's then, by that by that that's time almost, we that's might a, be. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a, almost a decade away, and, and I could see a world where four A kind of gets dropped off because four A is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And our whole thing was. We always did these shows because, well, you, you find a niche and you 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 take it, and nobody did 4A 15 years ago. Right. Nobody did 3A or 2A. Nobody really does now. And I don't mean like the – I mean shows. I don't mean like the message boards and all that. Um, but I, I'm having such a blast doing this research and relearning things I didn't – you know, you and I can fall out of bed and do 4A and 3A. This yeah. has been a blast learning this. Oh, and yeah, we're going to keep learning. And again, help let us, us out too. Yes, though, Terry right? at S2Sport.com, Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. Email us your team write ups, your districts. Uh, we, we, we might not read it right away. We've got to make sure we, we feel because we've been got, we've got jokes before and people mm-hmm. that were at things and we took them for value and we put, we say it and then somebody says, that dude quit. Like he hadn't played in two years. <laughs> uh, and, and, and 2A is still hard to find information on. So please help us out. Uh, but in saying that, we 
we are the experts of 2A, so listen to what we say. <laughs> uh, the top four toughest districts in Class 2A Division Two. We're going to start in District uh, a Region 2, I mean, District 8. Uh, a, a district that last year Munster was the was a region favorite, not just the, I mean they were ranked in the top ten. Uh, well, by the way, we have a Munster ISD football show you can hear each and every week on the network. Uh, but they got besieged by injuries. They got yeah. besieged by injuries. Their defense wasn't quite as uh, as what they thought they were going to be. But the positive is. They got a lot of young guys who wouldn't have gotten important time, big snaps. But for me, it's it's uh, it's Collinsville. Collinsville, you know, you never can count out Lindsay, especially when Lindsay matches up with Munster, right? And then Chico's been on the yeah. up and up here lately, right? Again, this whole and district then, was really solid. Like Celeste, Celeste, who came out, they're kind of the outlier because they're they kind of were spun into a weird district for them, right? Uh, and they they they're the most athletic team in the district. Uh, and and they yeah, gave they trouble. Be, yeah. They gave trouble. I mean, I'm just going off what Coach Carney said last year. I'm going off last year mainly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just let's be honest. The demographics of the two, all the towns, Celeste is going to have most athleticism, mm-hmm. and they gave defenses trouble last year, including 12 and two Collinsville. They beat Celeste, but had to hold on. Uh, it was like 40 to 35. Um, but you know, Collinsville last year made it all the way to Albany. It was a game for a hot minute, and then the Lions in that second half went like 28 points in a row and just buried them. Uh, but yeah, this is a this is what a tough district looks like. I could see any of the four teams, even five teams, if Lindsey bounces back, I could see them being a playoff team. Yeah, mainly Collinsville. Though. Oh I yeah, think as far as the region, big, Collinsville, the big dude yeah. in District Eight. No, hundred percent. Right, the the uh, third toughest district in Two uh, A Division Two would be District 14, and that is with uh, Burton and Fall City. I think Fall City uh, being the big one, Burton, well, they're the big one too, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, they're huge. They're 13-1 and one last year. Yeah. Two years ago was when they had that. They were – they were. I can't remember what it was. They, they got in at, like, what was it, one and nine, and then won four games in a row. Uh, wasn't that what, I gotta check that. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not crazy Don't on that. get me the lion on that. Yeah, I think they were in one of the districts where – let me see. Two thousand. Yeah, yeah. They were they they beat Milano. Oh no 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 no. I'm sorry. They had the Alyssa Milano. They had the oh player. God. They had to uh, forfeit games. Oh, and okay. they were one in nine. That's what it was. And they ended up beating Milano, and then they rolled all the way before losing to Fall City uh, in the uh, state or the the region finals. You remember Alyssa Milano from uh, yes. Who's the Boss? Yes. Jeez. Under the covers. Oh. Okay, never mind. Let's go back to this. This is like you and your Benny Hill talk on text, by the way. (laughs) Benny Benny Hen. No, Benny Hill. Hill. No, Benny Hen. No, we were talking Benny Hill. I was talking Benny Hen. No, you weren't. The televangelist. No, we were talking Benny Hill. No, 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 Remember the day back when Yorktown? Oh yeah, and I mean saying that they were five and six last year, three and three in district. But uh, but yeah, was it the coaches that were at Rice Consolidated were at uh, Yorktown for a bit? Um, The two brothers. Oh, in that Uh, in that Brad Dermon who's now back in? No, 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 no. Oh, it was before him, wasn't it? Yeah, man, I'll I'll remember the name later, probably off air. But you're not talking about the brothers we always bring up that are that. Coached all over 2A and always getting in trouble. and Well, two of them did, yes. Oh, so we're talking about the same guys. 
I think so. And one of them's now in New Mexico, and the other one's Wards, the Wards. No, no, no. Oh, no, not no. the Wards? Oh, okay. No, not okay. the Wards. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, one of the Wards you're talking about is one heck of a baseball coach. Oh, they were never bad coaches. That's never been the issue. Right, no. Just, All right, so anyway. <laughs> let's go to the second toughest district in Class 2A Division Two, and that would be District 7 with Archer City, Seymour, and Winthorpe being the bell cows. Yeah, th- this is a district that is it might not have a, a I mean a, Monday's in there. Yeah. Monday is not too far from a state uh from a state championship. Yeah. Or at least a final. I, mean, I thought that did I, they I think they won it this year that year. I'm trying to remember now. Uh, the, the moguls were pretty special. Well it's been and a while longer than we realized. Uh their last oh, they don't say. They've won three state championships, they've made five. It doesn't say but they've struggled. 2021, they were 0 and 10. Last year, they were 3 and 7. 2020, they were 1 and 6. 2018, they were 0 and 10. Mm. Golly, that's the thing that I have to adjust myself at this level know, is how right? quick teams yeah, rise team. and fall and right. rise and fall. Um, but when you look at but it, let's go back to Archer yeah, City. Yeah, Archer Seymour City last year, Winthors. 7 and 4. Those are the big dudes. Yes. You're right. Winthorpe was kind of like Munster, they kind of underperformed early. Uh, losing to Munster, losing to Henrietta, losing to Bremen, but they got and they lost to Seymour in the things. But then they got hot in the playoffs, uh, and they beat uh, Celeste and Sterling City, and then lo- lost by four to Collinsville in a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a game I, I remember. People thought Collinsville was going to win by two or three touchdowns, and 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 Winthorpe is kind of like Munster. They supposedly a lot of the guys that weren't supposed to play last year ended up having to play, and so now they're going to get. That they got a lot of snaps that are going to play pay off this year. All right, uh, the toughest district in Class Two A Division Two, District Thirteen. Yeah, I mean, Bremont Children, uh, Children, Bremont Chilton and Granger. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those districts. When I think of two A football, this is one of those. Oh, it's going to be a bloodbath every week, right? Um, Bremont last year eight and three, third in the district. Granger finished second, eleven and three, and then of course the Pirates, Chilton, they were five and zero. Oh, Chilton and might one. have one of the best players in all of Class Two A. So. You know, there's that, and they've been they they've struggled the last few years to break through uh, that third round. Last year, losing to Burton seven to nothing, they were eleven and two in 2021, seven and four, seven and five. But way back in 2018, they were one and ten. Oh so, yeah. So they have been building. They, they kind of got hit by the numbers problem. Yeah, they did. Chilton, Marlin, even Mart at some point. Yeah, you know, that whole area kind of. Well, we've talked about it. March just been so good with the top. 13, 14 players, but we, but we've seen now when they've played, you know, after winning the so many state championships the last couple of years, when they got into a depth issue, Uh a fall city where they can just keep throwing players at them. We see Mark gets, get wore down. Yeah. But that's, I don't know if it's by far the toughest district, but it's pretty darn close. Right. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if this region or this division has a, it's by far. I, I think we could have easily switched those numbers top four and, and we could have made a case. I, now, yeah. I don't think there's any, I don't think we're missing anybody, you know, maybe District 12, but I mean, that's, 
It has a couple of good teams in Love Lady and Deweyville, but not much else. Uh, District Nine, Sims Boot. When Sims Bowie is your bell cow, and they're good, but they're not. You know, I don't think I, they're a state I, threat. I think Sims Bowie is going to surprise a lot of people. Oh, Are wow. they going to surprise people beyond the region quarterfinals? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so Grant says Sims Bowie is winning state. All right, so you're not going <laughs> to hear us. Not say that you're but. not going to hear us again for a, a few days as we're recording this. We're going to take a break uh, next week because next weekend august 5th we're going to be doing our big arse preview shows this will be the first one for 2a so i'll go ahead and explain it real quick basically we pick every district um we pick, pick every district one through four one through four and we talk about every team then we do our playoff picks but now who's we gonna win the region yeah who's gonna win semifinals and we actually predict our state champions and i'm gonna go ahead and say this now we don't do like like dave campbell's we don't pick every round we don't seed them we just tell you the four we think are going to make it who we think wins the region who we think wins state that that's because believe me that's an hour and a half easy per show it's another hour just picking the first four teams yeah in each and, district. I, and I, i'll be honest with you I get tired head at that point. I get tired head trying. Not me. I love this job. So. No, no. I oh, stop it. I'm no, serious. I, mean, I, I yeah, love if you it. don't like it. That's it's, cool. it's the same thing with enrollment. It's just yeah. not my thing. And, right. and, and and trying to guess every playoff team and what position they're in, I would rather just talk the the, the big ones. And See, so, I get my jollies off all of that because I like football. So. Well, when I looked you up on Dallas County <laughs> courts, you got your jollies off on a lot of stuff. <laughs> Anyway, on your mama. We whoa, whoa. I'm oh, sorry. Was that too much? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My dad would be <laughs> laughing at that. Anyway, until next time, he's Grand Goodwin. I'm Terry Bennett. This has been Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing. And by the way, we do thank Kyle for being our title sponsor. Check them out, sidesign.net. We're going to have a lot of information about them going forward. If you've been watching on YouTube, you've been seeing the video, uh, the commercials we run for them. Uh, great work Kyle does. Check out that custom sports print, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints. Find us on Twitter at Grant Terry on Facebook, Sideline to Sideline. Email us, Grant and Terry at s2ssport.com or terry at s2ssport.com until next time he's grant i'm terry this has been sideline to sideline when you let me in the cold hard clay 